Welcome back to the Trav and Rigney show. Bro, it is football time. Football season, dude. I'm so excited. Dude. It's been a long it's been a long road back to football, but we're finally back. Uh, we're actually recording this at 7:30 on Thursday night, so an hour before kickoff uh, for the NFL season. So hopefully this is this is less than an hour so that we don't miss any of the game. But if we if we go a little bit further into an hour, yeah, it'll, it'll be, fine. be fine. Yeah, we're not too worried about it. Uh, but this is what we have ready for you guys today. We're going to do all of our standings. So we're going to predict every single team's record uh, for the upcoming season. And of course, with that, we'll tell you the division winners and our playoff what our playoff bracket is going to look like as long like along with our Super Bowl winners. And then we're going to give you our superlatives like MVP, offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year and comeback player of the year. And um and then we are going to get into the week 1 matchups and our predictions for those. So it might be a little bit longer of a show, but uh we're back baby every single week now. We are back. I'm very excited for it. All right, so let's let's kick things off here. Um, I think we should do ourselves a service here. Let's let's <laughs> save the AFC East and the NFC East for last, okay? So let's hit up the AFC North, and uh, let's see. What do you have the Cincinnati Bengals going in the AFC North? I have Cincinnati finishing fourteen and three, six and zero in their division. Dang. You know what? That's you said fourteen and three. Yeah, I I'm surprised at where I have them finishing. I mean, I love the Bengals this year. I think they're going to be really really good. I have them actually four and two in their division, but twelve and five total. Uh, you'll see. I have them going pretty. Have them making a pretty deep run here. But twelve and five was a worse record than I thought I'd give them. Yeah, you're going to be surprised by other teams. I have at twelve and five. I think. Oh really? All right. Uh, what about the Baltimore Ravens? I have the Baltimore Ravens at nine and eight, finishing third in their division. Okay, you know what? I respect it. You know why? Because I I'm not that big a fan of the Ravens. I don't think they're going to be that good. However, uh, while saying that, I had them going eleven and six <laughs> while doing uh while doing this whole record thing. So what we do is we go to playoffpredictor.com and then we predict. Each game, every single game of the regular season, and uh, the records that I'm telling you is just that's how it ended up. You know what I mean? I didn't, I wasn't trying to have the Ravens do well. I wasn't trying to have them do poorly. It's just matchup per matchup. That's how it ended up. Um, so you had the Ravens finishing third. I had them finishing second. Uh, what about the Steelers? I have the Steelers at seven and ten, and they went one and five in the division. Oof. Okay. I had the or I, I'm sorry. I had the Steelers at nine and eight, and I had them finishing two and four in their division. Uh, that was another one where I was a little surprised with how well I thought they were going to do, uh, because I a lot of people are kind of saying like Steelers are dark horse to win this AFC, and I'm like, no, they're not. They're just not. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough division, and I, I don't know. I can't remember if you mentioned it already, but we picked these. Um, these records on a week to week basis. So like we started in week yeah. one game by game all the way through the playoffs. Yep. So this isn't like we just picked record random records for the team. So 
everybody's record makes sense as far as the schedule is concerned. Um, and depending on, I guess, depending on what you use as a factor in some of them, uh, for example, I, I took into account that I don't expect Lamar Jackson to play all 17 games. Um, I, t- I, I don't really try to take injuries into account, which if you do, that's totally fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just still don't think the Ravens are going to be that good. No, the Ravens I mean, don't scare me, really. I mean, I don't know. Their offense isn't scary. I don't no. know. I feel if you can stop Lamar, they're pretty one-dimensional. I, I think so, too. And everybody seems to be pretty high in the Ravens this year. They, they added Odell, and they added Flowers, and mm-hmm. they, have some, they had some more offensive weapons. But I don't. I don't. Know. I don't see it. I don't think Lamar is the type to dice you up. Whether even if he had like the league's best receivers, I think for the most part he's he's looking to gain yards with his legs. And at some point, I think it's going to probably get him hurt. You, you're right, though. We shouldn't probably be. We shouldn't really be playing uh, or taking injury into effect with these. But I kind of did. Well, I mean, I, I get it. I mean. I would be lying if I if I told you I thought Tua was going to play all 17 games this year. You know what I mean? If so. Tua misses any game this year, he's never playing again in the NFL. I mean, if it's due to concussion, I probably agree. Yeah, yeah I, I should have prefaced that with if it has anything to do with neck up injuries, he's never playing again. <laughs> Damaged earlobe. Damaged yeah. earlobe. <laughs> he has an ear infection. Yeah. Uh, who just had an ear infection that was sitting out? Who was it? Was it Bosa? I don't know. Somebody just had an ear infection and was sitting out. Oh, Hawkinson. Uh, oh, did he? For like, I don't know, dude, like a month and a half. He had all these little random ailments. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he signs this huge deal and he shows up to practice. And it's like, Weird. man, what a what a coincidence. What what $60 million will heal is wild. What a coinky dink, huh? All right. Uh, it seems you and I have very different opinion on the Browns upcoming season. So uh, why don't you hit me with their record? Yeah, I have. Cleveland finishing ten and seven, though I have them finishing two and four in the division. Um, I can't imagine a world where Watson is worse than he was last year. Uh, I still think he is a decent quarterback. Um, the human being thing is not really a topic that has anything to do with the football games that I can that I can give my opinion on. Uh, but unfortunately, I think unfortunately for humankind, I think he's still a good quarterback. Uh, so I imagine Cleveland winning, I don't know, 10-7 doesn't even really seem like that awesome of a record. They but, could miss the playoffs at 10-7 Yeah, in the but AFC. I, I, I see them. I totally see it. I, I actually, if I'm being totally honest with you, this is me just sort of doubling down on what I picked on uh, game by game. But mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't have guessed 10-7 and seven for Cleveland. If you had asked me just like, yo, give me Cleveland's record, I probably would have said like 8-9 and nine or 7-10. and 10. So I have them at 7-10, and 10, which actually puts them last in their division. I don't think they're going to be a terrible team. I definitely don't think they're going to be among the AFC elite or anything like that. Even if Deshaun Watson does return to form, um, I still think that they're missing a ton. I think their defense is a little overhyped, and I think that uh, they're still going to be running on – or they're still going to be leaning on that running game, um, which I don't think will get them very far in a, in a conference with Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes and Joe Burrow. and Yeah. So, I mean, that kind of firepower is hard to match. I don't think it's really going to benefit them to have to lean on Nick Chubb for 400 carries a year. So, uh, so, so I don't know. We'll see what happens with the Browns. But um, we don't have them that different in terms of record. But um, you have them finishing second in the division. I have them finishing fourth, which just goes to show how close that NFC or that AFC North can 
can end up winding up. Yeah, and the only thing I see that I mean, I we picked the same. Um, yep. that I can see actually happening is the Bengals finishing first. For sure. The the other three is is like I don't have any idea if I'm being honest. I have no clue. This Mike Tomlin has never had an under 500 season, so I have zero idea what what how, how that division is going to play out. Yeah, I would give the slight nod to the Ravens, uh, just because uh, you know, talent wise, I think they they have the the edge over the other two, but I don't think it's by much, to be fair. Yo, can I'm going to do something we haven't done on the show in a while? Are you ready? Oh uh, yeah. Nice. Are you actually what? drinking a bush? No, it's a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Oh, I've heard those are good. I'm actually drinking a um, a beverage myself here. Friend, do you see it? Oh no, dude. The can the can was it's like punctured at the top. I just I just dripped beer all over the notebook. What is wrong with you, dude? Dude, our notebook. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 drinking a beverage here myself, friend. Do you see this? What is it? This is root a beer? Bear Whiz root beer, and it is fantastic. Bear Whiz root beer. Yes. Yes. It doesn't taste like bear pee that I know of, uh, but it does taste like root beer. So if bear pee and root beer taste the same, I'm going to be um, drinking a lot of bear pee. It's not like spiked. It's just root beer. Just regular it's just root beer. root beer, buddy. Yeah. But you know what's weird is um, it does get delivered with the beer. I know that for sure. So it's interesting. Anyway. All right, moving on to the AFC South. This is a tricky division for me. I think the favorites I don't really uh I don't really have a lot of faith in, but everybody else is garbage. So I guess we'll see what happens. <laughs> um who do you what record do you have for the Tennessee Titans? The Tennessee Titans I have as 10 and 7. Wow. Now, yeah. this is a complete flip for you because you were very anti-Titans last year. And you you and kind I have of, been for like, the past three, like years. three years. Yeah, you're kind of like anti-Titans and you're just like, I don't and know. I'm, I don't see it. I don't see the whole Titans thing. This is the one year where I feel like everybody's jumped off the bandwagon and you're like, you know what? Winning season, playoff down. And I've just been wrong every time. I, every time I think the Titans are going to do bad, I've just been wrong. So it's like, I, how, how many more times can I really doubt the Titans and have them just be like, oh, okay. We're so much better than you think. So uh, my record doesn't indicate uh, my true feelings for the Titans, which is just kind of weird. But the record that I got through Playoff Predictor was 6-11. and 11. Um, I don't think they'll be that bad. However, I still have them finishing second in the South, which just goes to show how bad I think the South is going to be. Yeah, um, I really think that they're an 8- or 9-win team. Honestly. I can totally see like them having them at ten and seven. I can actually totally see that, if for no other reason than because the Colts and the Texans, I anticipate being real bad. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to be great. Uh, like, that's potentially four wins right there. What do you have for the Jaguars? I have Jacksonville winning this division at twelve and five. Okay. So are you buying into the Jags hype or is it just really the the circumstance of this division's awful they get six wins there? It's yeah, it, a bit of both. I am going to be and I try not to do this. I'm a little bit of a prisoner of the moment as far as their playoff performance. Mm -hmm. Uh if they play like that You mean again, the one where Trevor Lawrence threw four interceptions in the first half? Yeah, but then he threw like five touchdowns <laughs> in the second half. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that I think Doug Peterson's got that team. The last time Doug Peterson 
Oh, Coach. that's what this is. It's, Coach you're Dixon. a Peterson guy. This is the whole thing. Okay, I get yeah. it. I get it. His second year coaching a team where he's got a young quarterback. It's It's got to happen, man. I'm sorry to tell you. All right, let's move on because I want to hear more about Peterson. Uh, Colts. I have the Indianapolis Colts at 5-12, and 12, and that is exactly how I would have guessed Like if, before picking the games. I have them lower than I would have guessed, but it's not much lower. I think I would have guessed like six and eleven, something like that. I have them at four and thirteen. Um, just kind of worked out that way. I don't think it's going to be too far off from that. Uh, Colts with a rookie quarterback, no Jonathan Taylor. It doesn't. I don't think Jonathan Taylor plays a game for the Colts this year. I don't know how you feel about it, but um, I assume he probably gets traded before the deadline, or that he just sits out because I don't. I don't know what happens here. I agree. Um, but. Uh, what do you got going on for the Texans? The Houston Texans I have at two and fifteen. Ooh. And fun fact, that is tied for second worst record in the NFL in my world here. Oh wow. Okay. So you have somebody going one and sixteen then. Yeah, and another team going two and fifteen. Very cool. Um I don't have them that low, but I have them at five and twelve. So again, not far off. Another rookie quarterback. Um not great teams surrounding the rookie quarterback, but I think a lot of the Colts and Texans wins are going to be coming from uh, punching each other. You know what I mean? It's just going to be beating up on each other a little bit. They'll probably split and get a couple wins from there. And then, you know, who knows? Texans might beat up on some unsuspecting victim at some point. Uh, but as for the South, we both have the Jaguars winning the division, which currently is the favorite by, I think, a fairly large margin. Yeah, it is. Last I looked, they're favored by like, um, oh god, it was like minus eight fifty to win the division or something. That's like pretty that. big. That's a pretty big margin. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Don't quote me. Quoted. I'm oh, I, come I wrote on. it down. I wrote come it down. on. All right, AFC West. Uh, we'll start off with the team that is playing in less than an hour: the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, so with the league's best record, I have Kansas City at fifteen and two. 15 and 2. Uh I can respect that. Do you know who their two losses were against? You don't have to look it up, uh but if you if you were to guess on their I know one of their losses. Okay. Actually, I do. I know both, the Bengals and the Eagles. Ooh, you had the Eagles, huh? Beating them up. Okay. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I think I had the Chargers beating them once and I think I had the Bengals beating them. So Interesting. Yeah, Interesting that we both had the Bengals finishing with the worst record, but both had the Bengals beating them. The Bengals with the worst record? Oh, between between those... between those two teams, yeah. Yeah. Only by one game for me though. Yeah, I had um uh one game oh, for me too. Actually I'm wrong. You're wrong. I did I did not have them beating the Eagles or the Eagles beating them. I had them losing to the Chargers. So the Bengals. Oh, okay. So we had the same thing. Uh, interesting. Okay. Uh, I actually had them at 13 and four. So I had them losing two extra games in there. I don't know what they were, but I do know that I had them losing those two. Uh, speaking of the chargers, would you have the chargers going up? I had, uh, LA going 12 and five also Ooh. finishing five and one in their division. 12 and five for me as well. Nice. Twinsies there on the chargers. What was the division record for you? Uh, division record for me was four and two. Hmm. As was the Chiefs, so I must have the Chiefs losing to the Raiders or somebody at some point. Oh, man. I can't wait to get to the Raiders one. 
<laughs> well, uh, wait no longer, my friend. Uh, we are at the Raiders right now. I have the Las Vegas Raiders at 4-13, and 0-6 oh in the division. Wow, rough, huh? Jimmy G just does not get it done. No, they, they go with their uh, their backup. I can't even think of his name right now. You said 4-13? and 13? Yeah, 4-13, and 13, and I don't think Jimmy G plays the whole season, and not because he gets hurt. I think he gets benched. Interesting. I like it. Jimmy G needs to get benched. You know what I mean? He's just too ham. He's just too handsome to be just getting the start. Can't have everything, Jimmy. Yeah, relax, buddy. Uh, What about the new look Broncos with with Sean Payton at the helm? Hey, Sean Payton is there. Russell Wilson is going to be much better. This team is going to be coming out firing. They're going to go a solid seven and ten. (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say something very similar. I was like, this Broncos team is really going to take the world by storm and finish nine and eight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't dude. I, I don't think Sean Payton is the savior. I don't really know why everybody assumes that because he's there, that Russell Wilson's going to go back to the Seattle form of old. Yeah. I don't see it. He was all, he was so bad. There's no way that a new head coach being there is the reason why he's 200% better. I think this is a lot. It's a lot of the same from last year, and he's another one in this division. I think doesn't finish this, doesn't finish the season, not because of injury. Plus, they he, don't even have healthy wide receivers anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Their run, their star running back is still coming off of a uh, of an injury of an ACL tear or whatever it was. Um, they're not looking. They're not looking great by any means. Um, all right, let's let's finish up the AFC with the East. Uh, where do you have the Bills finishing? I have the Buffalo Bills at fourteen and three. Five and one in the division. They finished. They, they won the division. Pretty solid. Um, okay, hold on. Sorry. I uh, I I thought the I thought my entire app just like reset oh. on me, which I would have been so annoyed with. No, I'm I thought fine. you were super sad for a second because I didn't have the Jets winning. No, no, no. I also have the Bills uh, winning the East. Oh, okay. um, I have them at thirteen and four. However. Um, so one game worse than you, but yeah, I expect big things out of Buffalo. I think they're one of the best teams in the league still. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're going to finish that way. Uh, where do you have the jets? I have the jets finishing second in that division at 12 and five, four and two in the division. Okay. I also have the jets, uh, second in the division at 12 and five. Now, if you ask me straight up, like, what do I think the Jets record is going to be? I'm not saying 12 and five. I don't think that, but it just happened uh, that way going game by game. Yeah. Um, I would, I would probably say 11 and six is more realistic, which is only a game off, but 12 and five just seems like way, way better for some reason. Now these two, these two last ones surprised me. I didn't, I did not expect to have these records, but uh, why don't you go ahead and tell me what you think of the Patriots? I have New England finishing last in this division at four and thirteen. I also have New England finishing last um, at five and twelve. Um, Very close. Yeah, that's not the part that I was surprised with. The part that I was surprised with is what is the record that I had for the Dolphins. Uh, what was your record for the Dolphins? Ten and seven. That's more along the lines what I expect. I expect ten and seven, nine and eight, something like that. Uh, I don't know how for the life of me. I had the Dolphins finishing last in this division at three wow. and fourteen. Wow! <laughs> wow! And I had them split with the Jets, so that's not even. I was not not even saying the Jets were going to sweep them, but my God, I have no idea how. Like 
I'm tempted to go back and look game by game how I have the Dolphins uh, finishing because it's it's insane. There's no way they finish three and fourteen. Something catastrophically bad would have to happen for them to finish three and fourteen. Yeah, it would like Tua gets hurt from the neck up. Yeah, yeah, week one, and then and then uh, and then Mike White comes in and also dies. Mike. So like, so they're going with Skylar, Th- but even then, Skylar Thompson, like they won a couple of games with Skylar Thompson last year. So yeah, uh, 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 I have, I had the Eagles beating everybody in this division. Oh, actually, not the Bills. Okay, I, that's fair. I think I had the same thing. I think I had the Eagles losing to the Bills but beating everybody else. But uh, so I had, I went back and changed it twice though because I changed two things. I had. Initially, I had the Eagles losing to the Dolphins and the Jets, and I changed mm-hmm. both of those because somehow – actually, I'll save it for when we get to the NFC East because it was very weird. My overalls ended up for the NFC East. It's just weird. <laughs> All right. So as far as division winners go here, we are completely in agreement. We have the Bills winning the East, the Bengals winning the North, the Jags winning the South, the Chiefs winning the West. I have wild card berths for the Jets, the Chargers, and the Ravens. Who do you have in the wild card? I have the. Let me think here. I have the the Jets, the Chargers, the Dolphins. That's it. Right? You got that right? Yeah, Jets, Chargers, Dolphins. Yeah, yeah you got three of them. Okay. All righty. I mean, that makes sense. So let's move over to the NFC now, and then we'll get into the playoff bracket after. As I look at the AFC side of this, though, real quick, mm-hmm. this is, without how, like if you had asked me before you pick game by game, this is how I imagine the AFC playing out in my head, just like this. Okay. Like uh, when the playoffs Three AFC East teams finishing in the yeah, playoffs? Because I think that's the best division in the, in the AFC. I think it's fair. I mean, really, other than the AFC uh, South, I think most of the AFC teams are pretty good. Yeah, I don't know that like the the conferences have been this lopsided in a long time. Like it's it's pretty lopsided. How many good teams are you, do you think are in the AFC? Um, I'm gonna count do you, them. One, do you think there's two, eight? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, and a very iffy Cleveland team. Okay. A very iffy Cleveland. Tennessee, we'll see. My two. Okay, uh, so you think there's a solid eight team? So, yeah. Uh, what about in the in, in the NFC? Before we get to the records, how many uh, good? And, and by good, I mean like you think they could make a deep playoff run or even like chance getting to the Super Bowl? Oh, uh, three, maybe. maybe three, three, huh? Yeah, I see four, maybe five. I can see Eagles, Cowboys, um, for sure. Vikings, 49ers are definitely four. And then I could even see, like, Lions have potential, Giants have potential, and that's probably as much as I'm willing to bend. Teams that I think can make a deep playoff run in the NFC are, are definitely capped at three, and I think it's probably Philly, Dallas, San Francisco. I have zero faith that Seattle is going to make a deep run. We are all on the, the Detroit bandwagon, and that could potentially be a catastrophe because even though their offense was real hot last year, this mm-hmm. is Detroit and this is what Detroit does, which is a thing that usually people would say about like the jets. 
like, oh, this is what the yep. Jets do. Same old but, Jets. Yep. But this, I have zero faith. I would love to see Detroit just monster that division and go to like, you know, the, the divisional round or the conference championship. But I can totally see like Minnesota just winning this division and the other team, other teams have five wins. Like I, that would not shock me at all. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm behind that. All right. Well, let's start off in the NFC North. Uh, what did you have the Vikings going? I have the Vikings going 11 and six, five and one in the division. Um, they split with Detroit. Okay. And they finished second place. <clears throat> Can I tell you my my shocking uh, revelation here? Yeah, do it. I had the Vikings going fifteen and two. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! I think I have them losing to uh, the Forty ers and potentially the Eagles, and I think that's it. So you think they sweep the Lions? Then I have them sweeping everybody in the division. In the division, yeah. Yep, six and zero. Oh. Wow. And what AFC division do they play? Do we remember? Um, I it, don't know off the top of my head. It might be the. North. I mean, it might be the no. West because the Lions are playing the Chiefs, so it okay. could be the West. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's definitely. Um, so I, I mean, I'd have them beating the Chiefs and the Chargers as well, which would obviously be insane. Uh, again, that's game by game. Me not even remembering who I've who I've already had like win matchups, but it's kind of crazy to imagine the Vikings finishing fifteen and two. Uh, what what about the Lions? I have Detroit going twelve and five, five and one in the division. Oh, so you have them even winning the division, said, huh? Yeah, I'll, even though I just said all of those things that were negative <laughs> about Detroit potentially. Yeah, because my options really are. Be pessimistic about a Lions team that doesn't deserve that because they mm-hmm. they really did play well down the stretch, or like get to finally see a Detroit team that plays out of their mind. I will choose the latter ten out of ten times. I Same would love to see Detroit. Yeah, I'd love I to would, see Detroit win here. If you told me today that like yo Philly's not going to be in the Super Bowl, so what do you want the Super Bowl to be? Two hundred percent, I want to see Jets Lions in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Man. Over the Bills, and I know the Bills fans have been dying for one, but I don't care. I don't care about that. I don't care that the Bills haven't won or have never won. I don't care about that. I mean, because the Lions have never even been there, right? At least the Bills have been there four times. Yeah. Well, mainly because I know more Jets fans, and mm-hmm. and Lions, the Bills have been decent. Like, they've been there. They've had a shot to be there. Jets fans have had it just brutal, and the it's Lions been, fans might even have been worse. It's been rough, yeah. It has been rough. Um, I, for some reason, had the Lions going seven and ten. Wow! Uh, did did not expect that at all. Again, just one of those things. It goes game by game, and you kind of just kind of just happens. Um, so I have them finishing third in this division. I'm shocked by that. Yeah. Uh, where do you have the Packers? I have Green Bay at six and eleven. Okay. Um, coming in last place. Are you not liking uh, Jordan Love or just the idea of Jordan Love? I actually don't. Uh, to be honest, I don't have like a really good explanation here. I guess this is just how it worked out as I picked the games because I don't think I would have had them probably going closer to eight and nine or nine and eight if you mm-hmm. just asked me. So I, I don't, I don't know. How, this is just the way it worked out in this pick and the uh, with these picks. I hear you. Yeah, because that's how Jordan I feel about the Lions. Yeah, that's how that's how I feel about the Lions. But for the Packers, I had them finishing eight and nine, uh, so one game better than the than the there Lions there. 
Uh, what about the Bears? Now the Bears have gotten a lot of a lot of hype lately, and I'm yeah. not really sure where it's coming from. Uh, Justin Fields is apparently a top five quarterback now in the yeah. NFC. <laughs> not seeing it. Um, it it's kind of crazy. But w- what do you have for the Bears? I have the Bears finishing eight and nine. Okay, a little bit higher than me. I have them finishing six and eleven. So I have them finishing fourth in that division. Um, you know, the NFC crazy. North was a weird one for me. Yeah, yeah, same. But you know what's crazy is I have the Bears finishing eight and nine, mm-hmm. but going one and five in the division. That is, yeah, that's weird. It's a little weird. Yeah, like just winning one or two more of those games, and you might be in the playoffs. You probably are in the playoffs. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, so uh, wrapping up the NFC North here, you have the Lions winning the division. I have the Vikings winning the division. The Vikings, I think, are a little slept on considering all they really lost was Dalvin Cook. Yeah. I, think uh, I mean, they lost they lost Adam Thielen too, but I don't think that was that big of a loss, uh, especially Probably bringing not. in Jordan Addison. So, uh, What about the NFC South? Um, where do you have the Saints f- uh, finishing up? Uh, I have the Saints winning this division at 9-8. and eight. Ooh, one of those divisions, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. This is going to be bad. Um, one thing we have in common here is we both have the Saints winning the division. Um, I have them 11-6 and six because I think they sweep their division. I think okay. that they're far and away the best team in the division. I think all the others... It, this is very much... Both South divisions, to me, are awful. Uh, the AFC South, the NFC South. I think both of them have a playoff... Um, kind of like a like a team teetering on the on the brink of the playoffs if they're in any other division uh, with the saints and the jaguars and then everybody else i think is pretty bad so yeah that's that's how that happens for reference dude i i mean not to skip around on you i have atlanta going five and twelve well atlanta's next so that's fine finishing second in that division yep and of their five wins four of them came from within their division yeah, this, that's going to be something that you're going to notice with mine too. So I have Atlanta going four and twelve. Uh, they do finish last in the division, but again, half of those wins, half of those wins came from uh, what do you call it? Their their own their own division here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I gotta I gotta be honest here. You you really threw me for a loop. I just got a text message from you that just says beer. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> it's a picture of the book. I'm super sad. I spilled beer all over the the show book that we've had for years now. Oh, I see. Okay, I now spilled I see it the everywhere, man. I didn't spill it. It was like <laughs> leaking out of the can. But, but it's like it's it's everywhere. It's so now the book's gonna smell like beer. Did, did the picture go through, or did it just say? Beer? Yep. Yeah. Now I got the oh. picture. But before I just got the text that just said beer, and I was just like, why is he texting me? I'm talking to him right now. Why is he texting me beer? <laughs> Um, all right, let's move along though. We have the Panthers. Uh, what do you have for the Panthers? I have Carolina finishing four and 13. Okay. I have them finishing six and 11. Um, I think, I think a lot of these teams were going to have very similar stances on what about the bucks? Uh, Tampa Bay for me finishes like two and 15. The other team tied, tied for second to last in the NFL. That's rough, huh? Um, do you think they fire sell their team at the trade deadline? I think they they do they fire everything. 
They fire Cell. They fire their coaches. They fire Baker Mayfield. <laughs> fire everyone. Everybody gets fired because this is the stadium on fire. Everything's gone. A complete rebuild coming for Tampa Bay. I think. Yeah, it makes sense though. It's kind of needed at this point. Um, I have the Bucks finishing five and twelve. So just just to recap the South, I have the the Saints at eleven and six. Nobody else gets past six wins for me. Um, so the Saints beat beat up on everybody, and then and then the the bottom feeders just kind of punch each other. Yep. That's pretty much all I have. All right. NFC West. This division's a little bit more complicated than I think most people like to think. I felt like this was a pretty simple one for me, to be honest. It is. It is. I was completely lying. This one's very simple. Because I think (laughs) think you have one team that is absolutely a Super Bowl caliber team. You have another team that is absolutely a playoff caliber team. And then you have two other teams that I don't know how many games they're going to win, but I only need one hand to count them, I think. Um, I barely need to, if that's any indication. <laughs> yeah. All right. So where do you have the 49ers finishing? Uh, I have San Francisco finishing 14 and three and sweeping their division. Yeah, I think that's, that's the reality uh, is, man, as much as I hate San Francisco, their defense is good. They brought all their weapons back. If Brock Purdy is three quarters of the man he just was and manages the offense the way that he just did. There mm-hmm. is no reason why they can't win 13, 14 games. Like, even with a division that has Seattle, who plays unbelievable at home for the most part, yep. Seattle was also one of the worst teams in the red zone, and San Fran was one of the best teams in the red zone last year. So their defense in the red zone, I mean. So I, this was a super easy San Fran wins this division. You very you could very easily have another San Fran in the NFC Championship year, very yeah. easily, probably yeah. likely. Um, I also had San Fran winning this division at 15 and two. That's right. I have two teams so far at 15 and two for the NFC. Um, Wild. I don't have them sweeping the division though. I have the Seahawks taking one of them. Um, so I have them going five and one in the division. Uh, speaking of the Seahawks, what do you have them finishing? I have them finishing 11 and six, three and three in a division. Right behind okay. there, so they finished second in the in the West. Okay. Uh, very similar. I have them finishing ten and seven. Um, I I expect a lot out of Seattle. Actually, I think that they surprised some people last year. I think a lot of people thought they were going to be rebuilding, and uh, Geno Smith kind of came out um, not writing anybody back or whatever he was talking about. And now he's <laughs> he's going to not write people again for another season. And I think that they're going to finish uh, pretty pretty similarly here. I think they're going to probably make a playoff run and maybe get bounced early, but still a decent showing from Seattle, I think. Uh, yeah. what, what about the Rams? Uh, I have the Rams finishing 5-12, and 12, also 3-3 three and three in the division. Okay. Uh, I have them finishing at 4-13, and 13, and I have them 2-4 uh, and four in the division. I actually think that they could be much better than that, than we both have them. If mm-hmm. Stafford and Cup stay healthy, I say stay, Cup's not healthy right now, but Right. Um, if Stafford stays upright and Cup comes back, I they're always difficult. McVeigh's a great coach. I could totally see them winning nine games and throwing a wrench in the whole NFC West plans and maybe preventing Seattle from getting in. But mm-hmm. five and twelve seems likely right now with their injury history. So yep, I'm okay with this one. Yeah, and I have them at four and thirteen. Uh, I have the Cardinals at two and fifteen, and I'm assuming this is your team that has uh, only one win on the year, right? Yes, Arizona one and sixteen, zero oh and six, and they're lucky to get that one win. I don't even remember who it was. It must have been against like Houston or something. The Giants. 
you probably had them beating the Giants. <laughs> I don't think so, man. Um, I had the I had the Cardinals going one and five in the division. I had them splitting with LA, uh, just because I could totally see that happening. Um, the Cardinals don't look great, offensively, defensively, uh, coach, coach, offensively, um, coach, offensively. I. Uh, I, I picked up the commander's defense everywhere I could in fantasy because they're playing the Cardinals week one. And it, I would be shocked if the Cardinals score more than 10 points. Yeah. I, here's my thing, dude. They brought in, first of all, putting Kyler Murray on the pup list means he, he misses at minimum the first four weeks. And then instead of starting the rookie just to see what you got in him, you started a guy you picked up a week and a half ago. There's no way he knows that offense in a way that makes him even close to being uh competent offensively they're going to get i hate that the commanders are getting such an easy game off the rip because this is bad this whole team is so bad if they win one game dude i'll be honestly i'll be surprised unless kyler murray comes back and and is just on fire i'll be surprised well and honestly they um they they they're at like they're being accused of of borderline tanking here. Um, I mean, the fact that they had Colt McCoy on the roster, who was a competent backup and knows the system, and then they just flat out released him, and are yeah. now starting probably Josh Dobbs. Yeah, like you said, picked up a week and a half ago, um, is suspect. It's a little sus. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I wasn't even looking at it that way. Like the the releasing of Colt McCoy just to me felt like another dumb decision by Gannon, yeah. who who is probably the most like like um, dummy coach that there's ever been not because he is <laughs> dumb but because he got this job simply because they couldn't they couldn't allow um, who was it Kingsbury last year right was it still Kingsbury last year yeah um, they had to get a new head coach and you brought in Gannon and the guy has just been an absolute goofball from the jump. And he sounds awful. He looks awful as their head coach. He's going to get fired probably midseason. Did, if, he's not, if he still has that job by the end of the season, I'll be stunned. Did you see his speech to the team? Yeah, about like, and, did you take the bus? And like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? What a way to fire up your squad, huh? He started off the speech with, hey, everybody, how'd you get here? Did you, did you take a bus? Did you drive in? Did you walk? Do you have a fire lit under you? <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? So weird, dude. And um, he, I just saw was... a bunch of Jets, a bunch of Jets um uh fans on Twitter saying, Could you imagine if Salah had a had a speech like this on hard knocks? The Jets would be ripped apart for months about it. <laughs> What's crazy is whenever like I, I listen to all like the press conferences like the day after games with the Eagles, yeah. and whenever he talked last year, as because he was the Eagles defensive coordinator, yeah. He always sounded a bit goofy, but he always sounded very intelligent. And then mm-hmm. I, you hear him as the head coach, and you're like, you're the most awkward person I have ever heard speak in an NFL capacity ever. Here's the, the thing, end- man. Is, I, I think a lot of the times when these coordinators try to become head coaches, they almost try to develop a personality or like a, a niche. Uh, they want to try and fit into some sort of like, you remember how like Madden, when you start a season and it's like, what kind of head coach do you want to be? You can be like, a, yeah. a, a, you know, like a, a, a motivator or yeah, a motivator or like team builder or, or, or uh, strategy guy or whatever. Um, and I feel like some, some of these coaches try to fit that mold and y- you're not that don't no. be that. 
just he's, be who be the person that got you there you know he's what I mean? so weird man it's so awkward i knew he was weird towards the end of last season he started answering questions a little weird yeah and then he he got to arizona and he started answering questions about like the eagles defense in the super bowl and then he said he said something like the eagles led led the nfl by 65 sacks or something by the end of the season and i was like what we only had like 70 sacks not that only that was the one of the most ever that's a but, lot of, that's a lot of but you didn't lead it by that many there are tons of teams that had like 45 50 sacks what are you talking about that's yeah. so many sacks you weird dude <laughs> he's so weird dude i can't even i i'm not happy he's gone because he's 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 obviously a very talented defensive coordinator but he is going to be fired so quickly. This is going to go real bad. This, this is tanking for two all over again, except for it's tanking for Caleb. And now Caleb Williams is like, I don't want this. I, like, <laughs> now he's like, he's considering playing again and, or, or sitting up the combine to potentially, to potentially fall down the draft boards, which is never going to happen. Throw a couple picks in the bowl game. You know what I mean? I mean, he could, <laughs> he could not play half the season for um usc and yeah he's he's going first overall there's nothing he can do that's going to prevent him from going first overall so if he doesn't want to play for arizona he better he better pull an eli manning that's all i that's all <laughs> i can think that's funny well uh seamless transitions here let's get into the nfc east um where did you have the eagles finishing i have philly finishing 12 and 5 4 and 2 in the division Okay, that, so you don't have them far off from where I have them finishing. I felt bad initially looking at my ranking, and I was just like, I, I was like, this doesn't make sense. I feel like they should have at least like 13, 14 wins, but I had them finishing 11 and 6. So, and this is what I said by, what's what I meant by we'll come, we'll get to this part is uh, Philly has the league's hardest schedule this year. Mm-hmm. And when I finished the picks, I had them at 10 and 7. Wow. So I was like, they're going to be better than that, probably, I would think. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I went back and then I changed it because I had the Jets beating them initially and I changed them to beating the Jets. Mm -hmm. And then I changed them. I forget who else. There's maybe the Bills. Maybe I had them beating them. I don't remember. But they had them. I had them at 10 and 7. They are now 12 and 5. I had them going 4 and 2 in the division. Um, losing only to Dallas and the Giants once. Okay. Uh, yeah, I had them 11 and 6. I had them actually going 3 and 3 in the division. They split with everybody. Um, I had them kind of like last year. They had that like hiccup game with Washington. Um, I think the Giants are good enough that they could actually challenge Philadelphia, and then obviously Dallas is right there with them. Um, usually they would split, I feel like. Um, so, yeah, so I have them at 3-3 three and three in the division. Um, I also have the Cowboys finishing at 11-6. and six. However, they finished 4-2 and two in the division, so I guess that they technically win the division. Um, but I have them both going 11-6. and six. Uh, What about you for the Cowboys? Uh, I have Dallas finishing 12-5, and five, same as I have the Eagles. Um, but I have Dallas going 5-1 and win, one in the division, losing only to Philly. So Dallas wins the division in my, in my picks here. That is so weird that we had the same kind of like yeah. we had Philly and Dallas both tying and Dallas kind of getting gaining the edge based off division record. And also nobody's won the NFC East consecutively since 2004. That's a good Philly point. Is. 
So yeah. like it can't be Philly again, right? It's gotta be probably the Cowboys. I mean, it could it could certainly be that. No, I I remember the NFC South had that going on for a little bit too, and then that that ended up ending. Um but yeah. but uh what about the Giants? Where do you have the Giants finishing? So for the second year in a row, I have I have three teams from the NFC East with winning records. I have the Giants at nine and eight. Uh so do I. I have I also have the Giants at nine and eight, and I have I have three teams from the NFC East making it to the playoffs again. Uh, the, the Giants did not make it to the playoffs in mine. Oh, okay. I'll change that. Uh, what about the Commanders? I have Washington going 4-13. and 13, um, And they may, they may be even better than that. They probably will be because 4 is not a lot of wins. The problem is I have them 1-5 in the division because they are in the toughest division in, the, in that conference. It's hard uh, to come back from, yeah. I mean, you're facing three um, playoff teams from last year, two yeah. two absolute Super Bowl contenders with the Eagles and Cowboys. So, yeah, it, it's pretty easy to see why they would lose five games in that division. Yeah. Um, however, I have them going eight and nine, and I have them three uh-huh. and three in the division as well. I think they split with everybody. I have a Is guess. that Lamb in the background? You say hi, buddy. Hi. You say right here. <laughs> hey man! Oh, he can't hear me. He, he doesn't. No, he can't. Phone. He can't hear you because I headphones on. Well, I'm waving. If he can see me. Oh look, Reggie's waving at you, buddy. You're not in the camera. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see. So quick recap on the NFC for me. I have the Cowboys, Vikings, Saints, and the 49ers all winning the divisions, and then the three wild card spots I have are for the Eagles, Seahawks, and Giants. You have the Cowboys, Lions, Saints, and 49ers winning their divisions. Three wild card spots going to the Eagles, Vikings, and Seahawks. Yes, that is correct. All right. All right. So let's go through these. Let's go through these uh the, the playoff bracket here. Okay. Uh you want to go ahead and 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 uh lay out your AFC first? Yeah. So in the first in the first round here, the wild card, the five four. I have the New York Jets upsetting the Jacksonville Jaguars in the first round. Okay. And then I have the Los Angeles Chargers losing to the Cincinnati Bengals, and I have the Miami Dolphins losing to the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Uh, what about the next round? Um, if, so for the AFC Divisional round, I have Buffalo losing to Cincinnati at home. And I have the Jets losing to Kansas City in Kansas City. Okay. AFC Championship game? And then the championship round, I have Cincinnati beating Kansas City in Kansas City. Okay. So you have the Bengals in the Super Bowl? Yep. Bengals in the Super Bowl. All right. I will also go through my AFC. It's very, very similar. I have the Jets upsetting the Jaguars. I have the Bills taking care of the the Ravens at home as the number two seed. I have number three seed Bengals beating the Chargers. Nice. In the divisional round, I have the Jets losing to the Kansas City Chiefs. I have the Bengals beating the Bills in Buffalo. And then I have the Bengals beating Kansas City in Kansas City to advance to their second Super Bowl in three years. Very nice. What about the NFC side of the bracket? So in the NFC, I have the Eagles beating the Saints in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I have the Lions beating the Vikings in Detroit. Okay. And I have the Seahawks beating Dallas in Dallas. 
Okay. Then uh, for the divisional. Divisional round, I have the Seahawks losing to San Francisco in San Fran, mm-hmm. and I have the Eagles beating the Lions in Detroit. Okay. And then for two, the second year in a row. I have the Eagles and the Niners in the NFC Championship, except for this time it's in San Francisco and San Francisco with the W. I have Cincinnati, San Francisco in the Super Bowl. All right, we're very close on this one as well. I have the Seahawks beating Dallas in the first round of the playoffs. I have the Vikings beating the Giants, a little bit of revenge this time around, where the Giants beat them last year. I have the Eagles beating the Saints. So then I have the Seahawks um, losing to the Niners in San Fran. And then I have the the Vikings taking care of the Eagles at home. So we have a 49ers Vikings one versus two seed going on. And I have the Vikings upsetting the 49ers, probably because a quarterback got hurt or something stupid that the Niners will complain about. And then in the Super Bowl this year, I have the Bengals beating the Vikings. What about you? I have the wait, did I not actually do the Super Bowl? Well, you have oh, Bengals I, 49ers, right? Yep, I, I had Cincinnati beating the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Wow, so we both have Bengals as the Super Bowl champs, huh? Yeah. Team of the show lasts forever, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Was that the one last year? Team of, Two years the, ago. Two years ago. The year they made it to the Super Bowl, they were the team of the show. Oh, right, right. Yeah. That's pretty funny that it worked out that way. We were Honestly, we were pretty we were pretty step-for-step step here with most of, most of what we had going on. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I mean, we had a few differences, but... Generally, yeah. I think it was it was it was pretty close, especially considering it's even crazier when you consider we went through and picked each game of every week. So it's not like we just randomly thought of these records, right? Yeah, which means we must have picked the games pretty evenly for the most part. Pretty crazy, man. Um, I was hoping we would argue more, but we really uh, we really yeah. disagreed on most things. Um, all right. Let's do some superlatives here. Let's start uh, with comeback player of the year. For me, it's pretty much a lock if this player steps on the field, which I assume he will. But who do you have for comeback player of the year? Um, I I think it's going to be Brees Hall. Okay. I'm assuming and he's playing week one, right? So I think he is. even with yep. Dalvin there, uh, I think he was robbed of rookie of the year by another Jets player. Not because the other Jets player did something he didn't, it's just, but Brees Hall was certainly on that trajectory. Yeah, before if he had hurt. played every game, it would have been it would have been wild. Yeah. Um, so I have a player from the same division winning comeback player of the year. I think if Demar Hamlin plays a snap of football this year, he's going to get the award. Yeah, you're right. That's that's the better option. Though I don't know that that's the right choice statistically. Because well, well, sometimes. So this is the issue for comeback player of the year, right? Sometimes it can be injury based. If a player gets hurt or whatever, and then he comes back and he has a he has a good year coming off an injury, then he'll get comeback player of the year. Sometimes it's it's based off of performance. Like they did pretty poorly last year, they bounced back and had a great year and then they could get comeback player of the year. That is usually reserved for like a quarterback performance. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, the whole sensation around Tamar Hamlin, I find it very hard to believe he won't win this just out of like the emotional impact that he had on the league. Um, so that that's the route I'm going with it, but I could totally see somebody like Brees Hall winning it. Yeah, absolutely. 
what about defensive rookie of the year? I'm going to go with the Homer pick and say Jalen Carter. Oh my God, dude. Again, lockstep. I have Jalen Carter as the uh, defensive rookie of the year as well. The I mean, defensive line is unbelievable as it is. And yeah. you're just tossing him into a mix where he's going to, he's going to disrupt a lot. Uh, I think I don't, to be, if I'm being honest with you, I wasn't, I didn't want to pick an Eagle, but when I was just trying to think of all the defensive players, I'm like, he could potentially be like a Pro Bowl player in his first year. Kind of right. like, you know, uh, Sauce was defensively. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be that surprised. And I mean, that's why I put him there. Um, now, I have a feeling we're going to be uh, very similar on this one as well. Offensive rookie of the year. Did you pick the chalk answer? Uh, I did. Yes, I picked Bichon. Yeah, I was very close to not going Bijan just because I didn't want to go so chalk. But when when looking at it, I was like, well, who's going to take it from? Is it going to be one of these three quarterbacks that are all performing? They're, they're all going to be playing for bad teams. Uh, it's not like it's not like a, you know, it's not a situation where uh, a rookie quarterback got, is, is able to start on a on a good team and has like a lot of talent around him. So I don't really see that being a thing. Uh, Jackson Smith um, and Jigba, is he going to do it as like the third wide out on Seattle? I don't know. Uh, with, with Geno Smith on a running offense, I don't think that that's going to really. Bijan, unfortunately, it seems like the clear answer here. I I think so. Um, I was considering guys like Quentin Johnson. Um, um, I'm blanking. I'm blanking on the other one. Damn it. Oh, Gibbs. Jeez. Gibbs. Yeah, I was gonna say um, for the Lions. Yeah, so, but I'm, I'm I think Bijan is gonna get the uh, the Nick Chubb treatment. He's just gonna get every touch offensively. Probably. So it's gonna be tough for even the quarterbacks for these other teams. The rookie quarterbacks, I don't imagine they're gonna have great years. Their teams gonna all probably have losing records. Mm-hmm. And even though they'll have technically more like touchdowns, I think if Bijan has anything close to 1,300 yards rushing and 12 touchdowns, he's gonna win it. Yeah, and I think if the Falcons are smart, they're going to give him the ball that many times so he can achieve those kind of uh, stats. All right, uh, defensive player of the year, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to go, this one is also, oh, maybe it's not. I was going to say maybe this one is kind of chalky, but maybe not. Uh, I'm going with the current reigning defensive rookie of the year in Sauce. I, I wanted to so badly. Uh, I I find it very hard to believe that he's going to put together two all pro seasons back to back like that. Um, I would love it. Absolutely. I would love it. I also think Quinn Williams has a very good shot at defensive player of the year. If he plays um, as, as well as he played last year. Uh, but I ended up going with TJ Watt um, because I think ultimately sacks kind of uh, speak volumes in, in that uh, award. So I, I was between him and uh, Parsons. But okay. the reason I went with Sauce was because he played as well as he did last year with the Jets struggling offensively. Yeah. And on a team where the offense is, I, I don't even want to use the word like expected to be better. It almost can't, it has to be better, right? Like it, it not to say it can't be worse because it's not like they were, they were god awful, but. When you added what the Jets have added, the, the yep. amount of pressure you take off your defense, and he was so good with all of that pressure that I can't imagine a scenario where 
short of just not being thrown to kind of like Richard Sherman was a couple years ago where mm -hmm. he didn't win anything because he doesn't, he had zero stats because nobody threw at him. You just didn't throw to that side of the field. So yeah. unless sauce gets this sort of Revis Sherman treatment where guys, you just don't get thrown at because it's an interception. Uh, I, I think with, with the lack of pressure coming from uh, the difference in lack of pressure from last year to this year, I think he, I think he's going to end up being one of the what what pick was he last year's draft? I think fourth. Fourth pick. Okay, I think uh, he's going. I think he'll end up being arguably like the best pick in the last few years. And when you look back at it, you're going to be like, remember when all these guys like had nobody had the the corner out of Cincinnati going? I mean, it's it's still a little surprising to me that the Texans took DJ Stingley a pick right before him at number three. You know what's crazy is it's not even like he's all that bad. He's bad. It's he's not like, even bad, but like, yeah. When you compare him to Sauce, it's just, it's not really a fair comparison. Yeah. It's still a little unreal to me. I still people, I still think people are losing their heads a little bit saying that he's one of the best corners in the NFL. I know he's like, he's all pro, his rookie year, defensive rookie of the year and stuff like that. And it's just like, it's, to me, it's like, it's one year. You know what I mean? Relax. It is, but I don't. But I, I also was very impressed. He plays <laughs> arguably time. the hardest position on the football field. And nobody comes out on a rookie year their first year in the NFL and plays that well at arguably the hardest position. Like if you exclude yeah. quarterback from that discussion of hardest positions, it's corner. Mm -hmm. Corner is probably the hardest position to play. Corner, yeah, left tackle I think is also on the list. But yeah, I think it's cornerback and then left tackle. Um, all right, so moving over to Offensive Player of the Year, uh, I have your boy, Jamar Chase. Who do you have? Um, I'm going with the revenge tour, Jalen Hurts. Okay. Uh, I'm going offensive player of the year for Jalen Hurts because like I'm it. not going MVP for Jalen Hurts. See, I always um, and and you know do what you want to do because quarterbacks can win offensive player of the year. Also, I always keep quarterback for MVP and then a non-quarterback for offensive player of the year, just because I think that that's kind of the way it should work. Since you know, I mean, MVP yeah. is pretty much a, a quarterback. quarterback award. Yeah. And you're right; I should have probably picked a more offensive player. Oh no, but... do 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 what you want because. Well, Jaylen I mean, that's Hurts realistically how his... that, that's how it works, though, right? Usually, because yeah. who just won Offensive Player of the Year it was even though Jalen Jefferson, yeah. So even though Jalen Hurts was second in MVP voting, by the logic I use, he should have won Offensive Player of the Year. Then makes sense. Yeah. So it does. Uh, you're right. I should have picked a position player, but because I have Hurts winning Offensive Player of the Year, you're probably uh, happy with both of our choices, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if Chase wins Offensive Player of the Year. There's a good shot my fantasy team did pretty well. Um, <laughs> which, quick quick note, uh, my brother completely blew my mind yesterday. I had this conversation with him because I was trying to pick my fantasy name for next year mm -hmm. because I was going into this season as if this was my last season keeping Chase. And he was like, what are you talking about? Don't Can't you keep him another year? And I'm like, this is it, man. And he's like, no, you only just drafted him like two years ago. Yeah, you get another year with him. I was like, wait a minute here. I've been like <laughs> taking offers and listening because like this is like my last year keeping him. I'm like, mm -hmm. I could chase a whole other season after this. I'm like, oh my God, I'm an idiot, dude. I'm so jumping. I'm not agreeing that you're an idiot, but I am agreeing that you do get him another. I'm yeah. like nodding my head like, yeah. no, yeah, not you, that you're an idiot, but that, yeah, you, you get him for another year, which is very, very nice. Uh, who do you have winning the MVP voting? So I have Joe Burrow winning the MVP this year. Okay, again, we are uh, simpatico, my friend, which is actually pretty amazing because uh, just just now, just this second, Adam Schefter 
uh, released some info that says a record deal. Joe Burrow has reached an agreement with the Bengals on a five-year, $275 million extension that includes $219.01 million guaranteed, making him the highest-paid player in the NFL. History. Dang. How, th- how do you think they negotiated that point, that two, that point zero one? Well, they were like, Patty Mahomes got nine, you know, two nineteen. <laughs> no, I don't even know if that's what, what Mahomes got or not. But yeah, I love, I love that little point zero one in there. Whenever I see that number that obscure, I'm always like, do you think that was negotiated or they're like that's just what the numbers came out to? And it's they did it per year. It seems so purposeful. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it seems like it's there. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's funny. Um, we both have uh, Joe Burrow winning the MVP, and as we're announcing that on the show, it comes it comes through on Twitter that he signed a record contract with the Bengals. Yeah, dude. So, um, yeah, pretty cool stuff. Uh, I I always love this show in particular because I love uh, I love going through all of our record projections and and all that stuff, and then looking back at it later in the year, seeing how wrong we were. It's always it's always a fun time. Oh yeah, it's we always think we have a great grasp on what goes on in the NFL until we come back and just look and we're like, wow, we were not close. <laughs> we were, we thought I the mean, Cardinals were only going to win one game. How'd they make it to the Super Bowl? Yeah. The Cardinals make the playoffs. I had them winning <laughs> one game. Right. All right. Um, all right. Let's go through week one uh, quickly here. Cause we are, we just reached that hour mark. So, uh, and, and, and the charger or sorry, the chiefs lions game did start. Uh, there, there's no score as of right now. It's about halfway through the first quarter. I think each team has had a possession. So let's get that one quick out of the way before anybody scores and anybody can say that we're cheating. Uh, the chiefs are five point favorites at home against the lions on Thursday night, which is currently happening right now. What do you have? Uh, so I took the chiefs, um, with the points here. Um, mm-hmm. I think, uh, I wasn't considering taking the Lions even without Kelsey here or uh, Chris Jones. That didn't matter to me. Andy Reid is who he is. Patrick Mahomes is who he is. Uh, I expect the Chiefs to win and still win by five at least. Okay. Uh, I agree. I have the Chiefs and with the points. Uh, moving on to Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday early afternoon, I guess, depending on where you're listening. Um, the Panthers – are getting three and a half at the Atlanta Falcons. Who'd you choose? I took Atlanta with the points here at home, minus three and a half. Okay, I took the Panthers uh, getting the three and a half. Um, this is not my upset. Um, are, are we picking against? Are we just picking against the spread this year? Or are we just doing? You just have to, winners. You just have to pick the. Oh, uh, we are just picking winners for these games. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so I'll our, say I. I think I. I think the Falcons win, but I have the Panthers. Okay. But our lock has to be an underdog. Correct. Yes, that's a new rule this year for us. Our our lock has to be an underdog. Um. All right. Bengals at the Browns. Bengals are favored by two and a half. I have the Bengals winning here with the points. I also have the Bengals winning. I have them covering as well. Uh, Jaguars at Colts. Jags are favorite by five. Uh, again, I have the Jags with the points here. All five of them. Same. Yep. I have the Jags covering as well. We are uh, still in lockstep here, buddy. We haven't, yeah. we haven't differed on anything yet. Uh, we have the Buccaneers at the Vikings. Vikings are favorite by six. Um, I'm taking Minnesota to win. I'm also taking them with the points. Same. Vikings, points, same. Uh, Tennessee at New Orleans, New Orleans favored by three. Uh, I'm actually taking Tennessee on the road here. With the 
points. Oh my god, dude! So am I. Tennessee plus three. <laughs> Uh, this is my underdog. Actually, I'm taking the Tennessee Titans to beat the New Orleans. Oh, uh, I was gonna too, but I but I won't do that one because I, I think I, have, I had another one in mind as well. Yeah, I had a couple. There's actually a couple pretty good ones this week. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, so we have the 49ers at Pittsburgh Steelers. Niners are two and a half point favorites. Uh, I have San Francisco for sure. For sure. I, I also have the Niners. Um, <clears throat> Cardinals at commanders commanders are favorites by seven so i am taking the commanders to win uh for the purpose of the spread though i'm taking the cardinals with the points so i'm taking Ooh. the commanders to win the game though i'm taking commanders uh for both i think they they also will cover because like i said before i think the cardinals are going to struggle to put up 10 yeah um and the under over is like 34 and a half or something like that so which i would bet the under if that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I don't see the commanders going out and throwing up 27 points either. You took the Titans as your lock, right? Yep. Titans as my lock for week one. Uh, Texans at Ravens. Ravens favored by 10 at home. I am taking the Ravens to win this game, and I am taking the Texans to cover, though. Okay. Uh, same for me. I have the Ravens winning, Texans covering the 10. 10's a lot, especially uh, week one. Ravens might come out a little sloppy. Uh, most of their receiving core is is currently hurt. Um, Odell Beckham just hurt his ankle, which I'm absolutely thrilled about since he's my second receiver. Um, yeah, so that's what we got going on for the Ravens. Now, the 4 o'clock games, we have the Packers at the Bears. Bears are favored by one. Um. I am taking the Packers to win here. So I mean, am I. they cover, but you know what I mean? It's only one point. Yep, so am I. Taking the Packers as well. So we are not different at all yet. Yeah, we're not really making this interesting for anyone, are we? <laughs> <laughs> and I had, up until like a minute ago, I had the Packers selected as my lock. But yeah. because it was one point underdog, I felt like that was cheating, so I changed it. I'm glad you felt like that way. Like I, I would, I would have told, I would have told you that. It's like that's essentially a pick. <laughs> yeah, I pick them. All right, uh, we have the Las Vegas Raiders at the Denver Broncos. Broncos are favored by three and a half. I am taking the Broncos to win here. Okay, I have cover as well. Okay, we're this is we're different here. I have the Raiders winning this one. I was close to putting this one as my lock, but I felt better about the Titans. So. Um, I have the Raiders winning and obviously covering that three and a half that they're getting. So, yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, there's the first one. Uh, this one is a runaway lock for me. I don't understand this. I don't understand this spread at all, but we have Eagles at the Patriots. Eagles are favored by only four. Um, so, believe it or not, I'm picking the Eagles to win this game, but I picked the Patriots to cover. I think Philly wins by three. I believe that. I believe that you believe that. I think uh, the Eagles win by 10. They may. I just, um, they always come out a little rough in week one. This is a game they probably should win by 10 at least, but mm -hmm. they, they always come out a little rusty. It always is real stressful week one. Sometimes they make it seem like the points are like a lot, like 10 points. It's like, wow, they're favored by double, uh, double digits or whatever. But like, really, like if, if they won 27 to 17, is that shocking? Uh, no, not at that all. That wouldn't be shocking. All right. Uh, for the next game, we have the Dolphins at the Chargers. Chargers are three-point favorites. So I am taking the Dolphins to win and cover. Well, obviously to cover. And this is you. my lock. 
Hate you. Hate you. Hate you for locking the Dolphins. Uh, I'm taking the Chargers here uh, all day and yesterday and tomorrow and Sunday. Um, this it was so the Titans, the Packers, and the Dolphins. Those are the three underdogs I had in mind for our, my locks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you took Tennessee, and then I don't know, it felt like it felt like cheating to pick the Packers. So no, it makes sense. Uh, we have Rams at Seahawks. Seahawks are five and a half point home favorites. I am taking the Rams to win here. Oh, okay. That's different. I'm taking the Seahawks to win the Rams. I do think we'll cover, though. Oh, I'm sorry. I have the, I have the Seahawks winning. I have the Rams covering. I'm looking at the Yahoo Pick'em thing. Yep. So, like, it only As looks, am I. And I don't. Mm-hmm. So, like, I keep saying I have the teams I pick to cover to win. Gotcha. Yeah, I had a similar issue earlier. Um, all right, Sunday night football. It doesn't get better than NFC East, right? That's what we see. It feels like every single Sunday night. Yeah. We have the Cowboys at the Giants. The Cowboys are three-point road favorites in New York. Who you got? I have Dallas covering. I have the yeah. I have Dallas winning and covering as well. And uh, to kick off the the Aaron Rodgers led Jets uh, 2023 regular season here i will be in attendance at metlife stadium to see the bills versus the jets bills are two and a half point favorites i am taking the jets because i will be there and there's not a shot i'm rooting against them um yeah taking the jets to win and obviously cover so i i had considered taking the jets as my lock um but i didn't want to that would have wanna, tickled me. I would yeah, have I been tickled. I know, but also I didn't want to jinx you either. Yeah. So, like, I figure if I pick against you, that's the way to do it here. So, <laughs> Thanks, buddy. This so is the reverse jinx. I appreciate yeah, I took, that. I took the bills to win. All right. That sounds good. So, all right. So, we're writing all that down. Um, we'll see who has the better record throughout the year, who who has a better record with their, with their upset locks. Travis, it's always good talking to you, man, every single week. I'm glad that we're back to the week – to, to the every week podcast um hey, it's gonna be a good time man and just before we dip off here um to enjoy the first football game of the season uh yes. just as a reminder our head-to-head record last year was rigney was 196 92 and two and i was 197 91 and two so you beat me by one one game very nice oh and then we just got an update the very first touchdown of the year is from Jared Goff to Amon Ross St. Brown for oh a nine-yard touchdown. Did you said, bet it, my friend? I didn't, and I said that earlier when Murph yeah, texted it. I saw that. You said that You said that St. Brown is the favorite Damn. as far as you could tell. Yeah, and I didn't bet it, and I should have. Well, good one, you dummy. All, All right. It's right. a, a good note to end the show on, and we will catch you guys next week. We're going to try and record every single Tuesday so that we can have a show up for you uh, recapping – the previous week and previewing the next week up on every single Wednesday. I think that that's a pretty solid idea. So yeah. hopefully our schedules line up enough that we can actually provide that for you. If not, then just expect the show to be a day or two late. Uh, we will get one out every single week. Um, thank you guys for listening and uh, take care until next week. Yeah. Catch you guys later. See ya. See ya.